Very recently, we shot down a, a Chinese uh, spy balloon. Uh, I can mean a lot of things, but uh, one thing it definitely means is our relationship with China isn't getting any better. Now, according to University of Minnesota study, the U.S. relies on overseas for 18 out of 21 critical antibiotics and 72% of our pharmaceutical ingredients. Oh, well, I don't worry about any kind of war or anything. We'll be fine. The Jace case from Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, Jace Medical, is a way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. And it could be just, you know, you're on vacation someplace and your kid gets sick or whatever and you just need an antibiotic. You can get this now in the Jace case, Jace Medical. They have uh, five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses. Uh, and it could be the difference between life and death, especially if you're up camping or something like that. Jace Medical. Enter the promo code Beck for checkout at discount on your order. Just be prepared for anything. It's promo code Beck at jasemedical.com. Promo code Beck. Nikki Haley, 2024 GOP presidential candidate, former ambassador to the United Nations, former South Carolina governor, and somebody that really will have some insight on what is going on globally right now, joins me in 60 seconds. You know all the pictures in home movies that you've been storing for years and have no idea what to do with? I get it. I mean it. You know, they're important, right? They're memories you want to pass down to the next generation. You're going to hope that they stay in the family for generations to come, but they're not going to last forever, especially if they're sitting someplace damp or hot. Gee, garage or basement? Ring a bell? Legacy box is what you need. All you have to do is put your photographs and old videotapes in a box that they send you, and they'll do all of the hard work of digitizing it and putting it on a flash drive, a CD, or in the cloud. You decide what you want. Then send, they'll send the original materials back to you safe and sound. It all happens here in America. And you'll get a copy that will last forever. Sound like a plan? Limited time only. You can visit uh, LegacyBox.com slash Beck and save 50%. That's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Use that and save 50% off. The sale's not going to last long. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Nikki, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, Glenn. It's great to be with you. It is great to be with you. Um, listen, uh, we, we, I know we have a short period of time, so I want to get through an awful lot. First, let me make sure that everybody understands. This is Nikki Haley. Uh, she's running for president, even though she's past her prime and only uses <laughs> her brownness to mask her white supremacy. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, I have always made the liberals' heads explode. They can't stand the thought that a minor- conservative minority female would not be Democrat. And they just throw anything and everything. And, you know, it's just it means we're winning. They know that they know that I pull independents. They know I pull suburban women. They know I pull minorities. And so if that's all they got, bring it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about I, I am uh, I'm very concerned about what I think is this march to global war. Um, you know, we have we have spent all of our capital on uh, you know, peace through strength. We look incredibly weak. Um, and the president was over in Ukraine. Uh, you know, it's regime change or nothing. I think. Um, what what it, what are we doing? Is what are we doing? Well, first of all, this isn't peace through strength. I mean, I think let's start with the fact that Biden should not be in Ukraine right now. He should be in Ohio with the people who are hurting. And that's problem number one is that you never have a crisis happen and not be with your people. So that's my first bone to pick with him. You know, the second thing is he's never shown any strength. I mean, all we have to do is, you know, none of this would be happening. Let's be very clear. None of this would be happening if we wouldn't have had the debacle in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. That sent so many ripple effects. I mean, the idea that we would leave Bagram Air Force Base in the middle of the night without telling our allies who stood shoulder to shoulder with us for decades. I mean, nothing was more embarrassing than that. So So that sent a huge message to our allies, but it sent a bigger message to our enemies. So what should we be doing? I mean, we're in Ukraine. Um, just sending everything over another five hundred million dollars, and now we're—I guess—we're paying for their pensions. China is all pissed off at us. They're threatening the Philippines. I mean, Israel is probably going to hit Iran. North Korea is flexing its muscles. Are we a nation headed towards war because we look so weak? Uh, well, we have to understand that war is not an option. We have to prevent war. The way you prevent war is, first of all, I mean, when it comes to Ukraine, I will tell you, I don't think we should ever send cash. I don't think we should send blank checks. I think we should rally the NATO troops and say NATO countries and say, what are you sending? What are you sending? And we need to make sure that Ukraine has the equipment and ammunition from all of us to make sure they can win. They have proven that they can do that. If Biden would have done that quickly in the beginning and rallied the troops with the NATO countries, we wouldn't be sitting in this position. But what you do is you make sure they have the ability to win. They don't need us to do that. They just need the equipment to do it. The second thing is, if we see Ukraine follow through, which Russia's lost 200,000 troops, they've raised the draft age to 65. You know he's losing when he's getting drones from Iran and, and missiles from North Korea. What we have to do is let them finish the job. And that will send the biggest message to China, Iran, and any enemy or dictator that wants to destroy the West. Because China very much sees the West as the big sinners. And they are determined to take us over. And Glenn, I've got to say, the idea that Americans, that American children would look to the sky and see a Chinese spy balloon looking back at them is the most unthinkable national embarrassment we could have ever had. And that's no different than Afghanistan, because the rest of the world is going, what in the world is happening with America? All right. So let me go back on a couple of things. You said provide them, you know, the tools. Does that include jets and tanks? 
Well, I think that, you know, first of all, when we sent that, you know, if we had sent the anti-Javelin tanks, you know, President Trump did that. And that was a big win for them because that's what they needed to be able to finish the deal. We have to go with the NATO countries and saying, what do you send? But I think you send what they need to win. But we don't do it alone. We do it with the other countries. They will win this. And they will win this sooner when we stop dragging our feet. We don't need to worry about sending cash to keep their government going. We need to worry to make sure that they have the the ammunition to fight because they have the will. They are trying to protect their freedom. They're trying to save their country. So we just need it, to give them the ability to do that. So when we tell China that they can't send any aid over or that'll be a line that they'll cross with us, uh, how do we have any I mean, credibility? I mean, China's going to do what China's going to do. First of all, China usually got arms from Russia. It was never Russia getting arms from China. China typically sends parts. Um, that's mostly what China ends up giving to Russia. But look, I mean, you can't trust either one of these countries. The problem is, don't forget, before this war started, China and Russia declared themselves unlimited partners. And they said Iran was their junior partner. They are determined to make sure that the West falls. We have to be determined to make sure that we are the ones that show that freedom reigns and that freedom will always reign and that we as freedom-loving countries are gonna stick together to make sure that happens. If they see that, China doesn't want, China sees what's happened to Russia with all the sanctions. They don't want that to happen to them. So we don't need to be saying, sending threats saying you can't send this to Russia. We just need to send the idea that, look, we're unbreakable. This isn't going to happen. You see what happened to Russia. That could happen to you as well. I, I have said for years um, that there will come a time when the rest of the world will sense our weakness and they'll say, now, go, 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 go. I think we're at that point. Um, we are completely at that point. And there's no way to, I mean, there's nothing this president can do that will send the message that we're tough because we're not he's not he's not a serious threat to anyone if somebody threatens us um i don't even think our pentagon really is a threat at this point the way they're being run and what they did in afghanistan how do we make it the next two years without getting into real trouble with uh some of these countries I mean, honestly, Glenn, and I'm not being funny here, we better start praying because, you know, if he's not even going to protect our borders and you've got terrorists coming across our borders, you've got Russian terrorists coming across our borders. The fact that he's not even doing that says so much. They know this is the weakest president we've ever had in history. And they know if ever there was a time they wanted to get territory, if ever there was a time they wanted to defeat us, it's now. And so, you know, Biden is doing nothing. He's literally doing nothing. And so, you know, what I can tell you is, as a military wife who doesn't want to see America go to war, I will tell you that the second that we start getting control of America back, the second we start showing strength, the second we show how strong our military is, strong militaries don't start war. Strong militaries prevent war. We have to start acting like the strong country that we used to be. And you do that not by reacting to countries. You do it by telling them what you expect of them. That's what went wrong. If you look at when President Trump was in office, 
he and I did it at the UN. He was there. He told countries what they should expect from us. I made a point when I went to the UN. I told them what the U.S. was for and what the U.S. was against. I didn't care if they didn't like me, but I wanted them to respect America. That's where we have to get back to again. Um, you know, um, Trump surrogates are suggesting that you're more of a globalist war hawk. Um, you have told me how much you respect President Trump. How do you stay above the fray um, with Donald Trump? Why did you decide? You said once, I'm not going to run if he's running, but you you are now. And how do we stop this from being ugly? Well, first of all, um, when I said I wasn't going to run against him, we had not had the fall in Afghanistan. We did not have Biden follow all over himself to get back into the Iran deal. We didn't see um, all of these closings in schools. We didn't lose the midterms. Um, so when I look at this, I think that we have to start looking forward. There's been a lot of chaos in the past. People love to talk about the past. We've got to move forward. I was a governor. I took a hurting state and I turned it into the beast of the Southeast. When I was at the UN, I took the kick me sign off of our back. I am a problem solver. I want to get in there. I want to fix it. And I do think it's time for a new generation to go in there. I don't think you have to be 80 years old to run for president. (laughs) President Trump is my friend. He is my friend. But I think it's time for something new. And I think that we need to start boldly going where we haven't gone before and start riding the ship. And, you know, I think that if ever there was a time, America is tired of losing. America is tired of losing, and we have to do that. Now, how do we keep it from not getting messy? I'm not kicking sideways. I'm kicking forward. I'm not going and focusing on President Trump. I'm focusing on President Biden and how awful he's leading our country. And that's where we're going to focus. And, you know, if those others choose to get dirty and you've seen how the liberals have, like, self-combusted over the fact that I'm running, they can do that. But I am very focused and very disciplined on the fact that American families can't afford their groceries. Mothers are looking for baby formula. Children are so far behind in their education, we don't know if we can catch them back up. We've got open borders. We're having our minds closed by woke ideology. And we've got a Chinese spy balloon in the air. I mean, something's got to give. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to fix it. I'm going to get in there and fix it. So what you talked about a competency test for politicians recently. And, and you know, we didn't have this problem when George Washington uh, retired after his seven, uh, his second term that set the standard until the progressive era and the progressives uh, just wanted to uh, be more autocratic and keep the power centralized and everybody can run for as many terms as they want, which we saw with um, uh, with FDR. When you talk about a competency test, that's clear with Joe Biden. It is clear uh, with Feinstein. Uh, it's it's clear uh, with our new senator from Pennsylvania, but it's not really just the competency of the people in office. Honestly, that's competency of the voter. How do you not? It's not that they just won't leave. It's just the voter can see it and they still vote for it. Well, I think what I am strongly and I will push for term limits. I do think we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over 75. Look at D.C. and look at everybody there from Diane Feinstein to Bernie Sanders, you know, pitched a fit yesterday on the fact that I said that. And that's all the reason we have to do it. 
It's about transparency, Glenn. We need to start realizing government works for the people, not the other way around. And that means that elected officials don't get to go up there and just do what they want and show the power they want. They need to be transparent to the American people. I mean, don't forget that when I was a state legislator in South Carolina, our legislators weren't showing their votes on the record. We had a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and Republican governor. And my focus was... If you are debating anything on the floor of the House or the Senate, you have to show legislative votes on the record. I was completely blackballed, so I ran for governor. And now South Carolina shows every vote on the record, every ounce of transparency from health care to term limits to competency tests. When the American people see who is really in D.C., when they see what they're doing, we will expose all of that because we need to light a fire under our elected officials. So, Congress is not working. So it is something's got to get. It's also, though, if you get rid of the um, uh, you put term limits there on elected and not on these so-called public servants who have long careers and they make up the deep state. They don't care who's elected. They're outlasting them. Would you consider doing that and reducing the size and or abolishing a lot of the uh, the agencies under the president? Well, you first have to start by being able to fire whoever you need to fire. I mean, when I was at the United Nations, I saw how entrenched they were. But, uh, Obama was very smart when he was leaving office. He went and basically promoted all of middle management to senior management so that they couldn't get fired. We have to go clean our agencies out from the inside out. Look at our intelligence agencies right now. Look at the DOJ right now. Look at the State Department. All of those, we have to go in and clean house. And I did that in South Carolina as governor. You go in and you let them know what you expect of them. And anybody that is not walking the line where they understand they work for the people, you get rid of them. And you do it in a way. You know, when I went to the U.N., my very first week, John Kerry's sister, worked at the U.N. um, in the U.S. um, embassy of the U.N. And she went and started, you know, causing trouble the very first week. I told them, I said, get rid of her. And they said, oh, you can't get rid of her. She doesn't retire for six more months. I said, send her home. I don't care. She's not working here. You got you can't have poison in a situation and think you're going to fix it. You got to get rid of all of the toxicity. Nikki Haley running uh, as a presidential candidate for the GOP in 2024. Uh, You can find all the information on her and uh, support her uh, candidacy by going to NikkiHaley.com. That's NikkiHaley.com. Nikki, thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Talk to you soon. Good to talk to you. Bye-bye. Sharon wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She said, "This uh, this time last year, I was using a walker. I could barely get around at all, but I'm telling you, Relief Factor changed my life. Not only am I not having to use anything, I'm working full-time again. I didn't think it would happen. Thank you, Relief Factor, for making such a great product. Sharon, thank you for writing in and, and giving Relief Factor a try and then letting me know that what I'm saying is actually affecting people. If you or someone you love are dealing with actual pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation. So give it a shot. 1995, it's a trial pack. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. But take as directed for three weeks and see if there is a difference or not. Relieffactor.com. 
800, the number four relief, 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, by the way, uh, just so you know, we are our policy in uh, the primary uh, is to have everyone on uh, to be friend to all uh, enemy to none. It is your choice. My job uh, is very, very clear. Uh, and I have strayed from this path before and I'm not going to do it. You are the one that makes the decision. I, I will tell you my opinion uh, but I will do interviews with all of the candidates and provide them a safe space to be heard, but also to ask the questions that you want asked and answered. So um, that's our policy going forward, and we welcome all of them uh, on with this, this program. It's going to be a wild year. Remember, we're about a year away from actual voting in this primary. Like we're this is going to ramp up. We're what five months away or so from debates. I mean, this is going to happen a lot pretty quickly. And it's interesting, really, at this point, we still only have Nikki and Donald Trump in the race. There's only the two candidates. Uh, we've had other people had DeSantis is coming. DeSantis is coming. Um, I think he'll wait a couple of months mm -hmm. uh, to get in, but he'll he'll be in eventually. Uh, you know, one of the interesting things, as Nikki Haley announced. Uh, the same day, there was a what some might call a leak uh, of uh, Tim Scott's interest in, mm -hmm. in the presidency. We expect him to probably run as well. I'd welcome him as well. We talked to Vivek Ramaswamy, who, who looks like him. he's jumping in as well, uh, potentially. Certainly seemed that way. And, you know, it's interesting to watch because there are some people that will jump in that are jumping in to be vice president. Mm -hmm. Some people that want to be president. Some people that just want to affect the uh, conversation they might think like Vivek the biggest thing that we have uh, that we have to stop is ESG and I think he'd be getting in I'm not sure if he's running for this reason right, right, right. or if he's running at all or if he's running really as a serious uh, candidate could be any of those but he will affect the conversation and bring it to ESG. And he knows that stuff better than anybody. Yeah. I think in the entire field, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, but another example that might be John Bolton, who is uh, saying he wants to jump in, but you know, he's kind of a one issue foreign affairs guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I, it's like Lindsey Graham's candidacy back in, what was it, 2016? Where oh, he, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham. I, I, I'm finally, I'm glad people are finally coming back to the view that Lindsey Graham sucks. Because he does suck. He's been terrible this entire time. I'm the, I'm the president you are, of that club. Yeah, I'm not saying you, but like because he couple he had a couple of good arguments on right. Trump's behalf. The people kind of oh, he drives me crazy. Left wants to cancel our founding fathers because if you can cancel them, you can cancel their ideas and the form of government that we have. It's a coordinated trick, and unfortunately, it's working. Revisionist history is being pushed by the media, universities, and our public schools. Our kids don't know our history. They're being taught dates and little factoids and then all this crap. To give them the chance to resist bad ideas, you have to teach them the stories, the good ideas behind the great American experiment. Once they learn those, they'll be unshakable because they'll know what our country is all about. 
Tuttle Twins has an amazing history book out about all the things that will help them come away with real appreciation of the ideas that make America so special. They're having an amazing sale right now on their America's History book. You'll get uh, 40% off the normal price, plus some free bonuses and an audio version, but only if you go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the President's Day deal, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It is America's History Book, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The best selection of the upcoming primaries is going to be on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. If you missed uh, the first part of today's podcast, make sure you grab it. Uh, in hour number one, uh, I spoke about, you know, the national divorce that is currently trending today. The national divorce. Should we get a national divorce? Uh, well, I'm not the one cheating on our marriage vows. So, uh, you know, maybe somebody else should be kicked out. Not, uh, not me. Why would I leave the house? you know, and the constitution and everything else anyway. Um, but I talked about what we need to do and I broke it down, uh, clearly and, and gave you a look constitutionally and through the declaration of independence, there are rights and responsibilities, and there are things that you can and must do. Uh, make sure you listen to today's podcast, our number one, Jason Whitlock is joining us. He is the Blaze TV host of Fearless. If you haven't watched Fearless yet, you're really missing out. Jason is uh, hes really, really good. He's a, uh, a different thinker because, honestly, he paid attention to what, you know, his calling at the time was, which was sports and being a great, fantastic sports writer, uh, critically acclaimed. Uh, and uh, then things started to kind of come up on his radar like, gee, we should be paying attention and so he's a very different thinker and also a deep thinker about God and the role of men. He is uh, doing now a, um, uh, a, a get-together, if you will, um, uh, on April 15th in Tennessee. He's calling it a roll call. Uh, what is, what's, a, what's a roll call, Jason? Well, Glenn, I've been promoting a fearless army for a year and a half, two years on the blaze. And, you know, we're finally going to have a roll call event calling fearless soldiers to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, to fellowship and gather and encourage each other and inspire each other and uh, to recommit uh, to what God defines as our role as leaders in this country. And it's, it's born of a belief that we don't have uh, political problems in America. We have spiritual problems Amen. in America. And if, if men don't recommit uh, to God, we're going to lose this country. And, and it's, it's funny you had me on today. I don't know if you saw, Glenn, but, you know, Vladimir Putin did his version of a State of the Union address early this morning hmm. uh, in Russia. And he talked about... Uh, about what's going on in Western culture and how we're, he called it, how we're abandoning all the holy scriptures and all the biblical texts 
And and I mean, he, literally, I was like, man, we need this dude over here in America. Uh, <laughs> and, and I know, you know, that, that'll probably get me into trouble. But it's like, how come Vladimir Putin can talk about God and staying true to biblical values, but our president can't? Uh, th- that's the problem here in America. Men have abandoned the roles and jobs that was uh, uh, that were assigned to us by God and we have a society in complete chaos and freefall. So you when you say this I just want to make sure that everybody is crystal clear on this because you said you've been calling for a fearless army for a while now and you know through traditionalism capital T not a small t um and uh Christianity and you know what the uh, what the FBI just said about the Catholics, et cetera, et cetera. People will go see he's they're, they're They're rearing an army based on God. You're not talking about camouflage. You're talking about the armor of God. Ephesians. Absolutely. Talking about the armor of God. I'm talking about a commitment to family and I'm talking about failures in my own life. And, and again, this is part of the slogan for this first roll call is bearing witness requires courage, not perfection. I've certainly been imperfect. And and I valued money and career success and other things over the creation of my own family and a commitment to family. And it's been a mistake. And so once you have a society that is catering to single parents and individuals rather than family, you you have the kind of issues that we have drag queens in schools uh kids with gender dysphoria and mutilating kids bodies because they feel like a man or a woman depending on what their teacher last told them it's this type of chaos when men don't draw a line in the sand and don't play our proper roles our society goes out of control and so Glenn, I'm not going to, uh, because you're right, I'm not talking about a physical army, but I really don't care how the other side interprets it. I agree. I agree. I just want to make sure that we are clear because there are people on all sides that, uh, you know, need to to know. You need to be clear on who you are uh, so you are standing next to people that you uh, agree with. I hope I'm not about to say something inappropriate, but I'm going to say what I feel. There are issues going on right now in American society that are worth dying over. Yes. And and if if that makes me a bad guy, I'm a bad guy. But what they're doing to kids, that this radical gender theory and all this Evil. other and sexualizing kids. It's worth dying over. Just to be, I don't know anything more worth dying over. They're ruining kids lives with this culture we have we're dividing up everybody over race and gender and all this other stuff it's i had an incredibly happy childhood and grew up poor grew up poor this whole little thing that money makes you happy and if you don't live in a five thousand square foot home how can you be happy here in america that's a joke it's it's just not true but but we're taking the, the things that I enjoyed about my childhood and the things that my parents told me and my church told me that I could go out and be anything and do anything and accomplish anything here in America. 
we're taking that away from kids, particularly black kids, and we're telling them you can't achieve in this country. This system's rigged against you. If I had that burden hovering over me, everybody in society telling me I couldn't make it, I would have never made it. And and what a burden to place on a child. God doesn't place that burden on a child. God doesn't place, God is about victory, not victimhood. And we've totally perverted this in society. And I just feel bad for kids that aren't going to have the kind of hopeful upbringing that I had that, that made money irrelevant. You know, I, we used to eat butter mm-hmm. sandwiches on yes. Wonder Bread. Right. <laughs> and I didn't know that that was because I was poor right. or I really didn't even care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to go outside and play and and play sports and be with my friends. They're just taking all that away from kids. And, and, and so I'm just, I want to rally up men to my, like myself to remind us there's a job we have to do. We have to be leaders of our families and our communities. And if we're not willing to do that, we're going to sentence our kids and grandkids to a lifestyle and a life that will not lead to fulfillment, will not have any of the freedoms that we took for granted. And, and I just can't live with myself knowing that that's what we've left to the generation behind us. It's just irresponsible and cowardly. So uh, I did something similar to this. Uh, what was that called, Sarah? Do you remember, Stu? A long time ago, David Barton and a bunch of us went on the road. Uh, and, uh, yeah, American Revival. We did American Revival. Um, and I assume that this is very much like it. You have You have a bunch of speakers. Can you lay out who the speakers are and what the topics are? The speakers are going to be myself. Uh, we have two ministers that participate on the show, Pastor Anthony Walker, uh, Pastor Bobby Harrington. They're local. Uh, I believe we're bringing in E.W. Jackson. He's from Baltimore. Mm. Uh, some contributors on my show, uh, T.J. Moe, Delano Squires, will mm. also be speaking. All of it will be about Bobby Harrington's going to lay out what is manhood. Give us just a functional definition of, of that. T.J. Moe, former SEC football player, is going to talk about why men never quit because right now it looks like, oh, my God, how how are we going to make it? How are we going to – it looks like we're losing this battle. T.J. is going to – men never quit. Delano Squires is going to talk about the importance of family and family structure. That's his uh, passion. Anthony Walker is going to talk about not getting sifted. And, and there's a part in the Bible where Jesus uh, talks to his disciple about how Satan is going to sift and separate you like wheat. And that's what's happening to us across America. Christians are being sifted and taken apart. And you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're straight, you're this, you're that when we all need to be having our identity in Christ and belief in God and image bearers of God and not be separated the way the left is separating us. So those are the things we'll be talking about. We'll have music. We'll have some entertainers come in and sing. We've got some custom songs that are associated with my show, one called Freedom, one called Harmony. Those performers will come in and perform that. We're going to feed everybody. We're going to fellowship with the day before. We're going to have a special cookout show on Friday at our studios and get people tours and all that. And so we're just 
going to, you know, it's taken straight from Ephesians about men need to fellowship together, worshipers need to fellowship together and remind each other and inspire each other, and that's what we're going to try to do on April 14th and 15th here in Nashville. And you're going to be doing the show in the cookout the day before at the at the Jason Whitlock Blaze Studios in Nashville? Yes, yeah. Yeah. And yes. then where is this being held? Rocket Town. Uh, in downtown Nashville, okay. is going to host the Saturday event. A lot of great events have been held at Rocket Town. It's yeah. a great theater that holds a little more than a thousand people. We are limited to around a thousand people, so it would be a good time to go get your tickets because the tickets are selling, and we're going to actually tick up the prices come March a little bit to cut down. So if you would go to fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Uh, it's a, uh, we've heard from people all over the country. We've heard from, we, we heard from a guy from Korea that mm. wants to come in for this. That's great. People, you know, like the things you were doing, the revival, people with promise keepers when Bill McCartney had that going on and it was very popular. People, men want that, need that, need to know that they're not alone. These corporations have everybody afraid to yeah. even voice their opinions and, and, and say anything, go, reflect their Christian values. We we just want to remind men, don't be ashamed of your Christian values. It does not require perfection. Don't let them use sin to silence you. Just just be courageous and yeah. let's go back to the values that made this country great and can restore this country to greatness. So if you have been looking for something that you could do to make uh, your country stronger and to help, this is probably a really good place to start. If you are a man, you feel kind of alone, you're tired of all of this, uh, return to the roots with Jason Whitlock. It's fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Again, it's happening in April, April 15th in Nashville, Tennessee. It's fearlessarmyrollcall.com. Dot com. Jason, as always, good to talk to you. Thank you, Glenn. Appreciate it. You bet, my friend. So it's one thing to talk about how frustrating woke corporations have gotten. Sometimes that's literally all you can do. But every once in a while, you get an actual chance to switch away from them and do business with a company whose service is not only, you know, uh, better or at least matches. In this case, it outshines uh, their own. It is... Um, it's also an opportunity that comes very rarely where you can get something that is better for less money. That's Patriot Mobile. This is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It is now offering service that all, with all three major networks, which means if you're with Big Three and you like their service but you hate their values, you can access them through Patriot Mobile, and it comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch among the three big carriers for free. They share your values. They're not sending your money to hard, you know, uh, to uh, hard issues like uh, Planned Parenthood. They understand that issue is not so hard. That issue is right versus wrong. And they stand for life. They stand for our Bill of Rights. They stand for sanity in our classrooms. So help them. Help them help us. Let's stand together. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them today at 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there now. The Glenn Beck Program.
This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm, uh, I love Jason. I, I think he is great. I, I, I so appreciate what he's doing. Uh, and he actually really deeply believes these things. Um, but he's a prime example of why I have spoken about Alexander Dugan for very many years. Um, and people didn't understand it, and they still don't understand the dangers of capital T traditionalism. There is a there is a difference between traditional values and traditionalism and traditionalism uh, is what is being preached by Vladimir Putin. First of all, do you think Vladimir Putin really is worried about following the scriptures? I don't think so. Uh, do you he's think saying he, those things. He's saying those yeah, things right. uh, because he knows that it's populist. He knows that the Russian people are against the way the West is behaving. And many of us in the West are against the way the West is behaving. Um, and so it's a very fine line when you hear things like this, especially from Putin or from Russia. It is very, very um, seductive. This is why capital T traditionalists have been infiltrating some of our churches and our movements. And we have to be extraordinarily careful um, because that is um, a very well-defined theology or philosophy. And it is being employed by the Russians, which will make people on the surface sound like they agree with you. But there's more than that. I urge you to go back and watch any of my specials on Alexander Dugan and Capital T Traditionalism. They're probably up on uh, YouTube. Just just read Alexander Dugan or look for him on YouTube and you will you will see. But watch and listen and read carefully. The Glenn Beck Program.